0: Lord, we do thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your house. Lord, thank you for uh, your love and your mercy. Lord, we ask that you, uh, Lord, would just speak to our hearts and give us exactly what we need to hear tonight. Lord, thank you for the good number out tonight and uh, the ability to be in your house and to worship and praise you. Lord, we ask uh, once again for your blessings to be upon this service. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, turn to page page 477. I hope she doesn't put me in for a song that I don't know but All right, he keeps me singing. number 350, are you washed in the blood? is a scene. I appreciate you being in our services this evening. uh, I'm sorry we had to cancel services this morning. I just felt like the the parking lot was uh, too slick. And as I was coming in, uh, I slipped. As I was walking into the church, I slipped on the the rock. So I thought, I don't want someone else to go and slip on the rock. So uh, uh, I didn't fall. So I praise the Lord for that. Uh, But there's a video going out of a guy taking trash out. And uh, he slides all the way down the, the driveway. I felt like that guy, and I thought I was going to fall, but I didn't. And uh, then Brother Tim comes in a couple hours later, and he says, I don't think it's slick at all. And I said, well, it must be my shoes then, because it was slick. And, uh, but anyways, I do appreciate you coming out tonight. It is our Vision Sunday. I, I had another message prepared for this morning, and then tonight I had a message uh, for tonight, but I hope everyone got their booklets, their stewardship booklets. And uh, of course, our theme verse for um, it's been a verse that has been such a help, a uh, time of comfort uh, to me. And when I uh, feel like I'm in distress or depressed or uh, discouraged or whatever the case, a verse that comes to my heart is there in Psalm 121. And verse 1 it says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help, my help cometh from the Lord, which made the heaven and the earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Aren't you thankful for that, that our Lord never sleeps nor slumbers? He's always there and in time of need, and uh, that's our theme for the year. We're going to look unto Jesus. We're going to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith and uh, we're going to keep our eyes on Him, and that's the theme uh, for this year: is just keeping our eyes on Him, looking at Him. Don't matter what's going on uh, on the news; it doesn't matter what's going on in our country, uh, in our city. We're going to keep our eyes focused on Him. And if we do that, then uh, I, I can tell you this: that we'll we'll stay afloat. We'll keep on walking. We'll still uh, keep on treading water. And uh, so we just need to keep our eyes on Him. Don't let the uh, the cares of this world overwhelm us and uh, we'll just need to continue to look at him. I hope everyone got a booklet. Anyone not get a booklet? Okay, Uh, Ms. Christie, there's right here. Yeah, there's some right there. Um, If you need more than one, please take one. If you need one for the car, I get probably six calls a week on, hey, do you know such and such number? It's in here, all right? Uh, Not that I mind hearing from your voice or anything like that, but um, and you can uh, uh, save a phone call by just going in there because sometimes I have to I'm in a place, I can't get the phone number and I feel bad or whatever. So uh, you you can have all the updated information. It has everybody's birthdays in there so you can send out birthday cards or whatever the case may be. And, uh, but anyways gives us some goals. Just want to go over some of the things uh, uh, just the, the note in here. Uh, just tells the first page, just tells us about our, our, our theme for the year, looking unto Jesus and looking unto the hills which cometh our help, and um, it's kind of a dual verse, uh, Hebrews 12, 2, and then also in uh, Psalms 121, verse 1. Um, if you skip a few pages, you'll notice uh, on page number 4 begins our church calendar. Uh, now these, let me say this, these dates can change, Okay. Uh, There may be some things that come up or whatever the case. Um, But some highlights of this year uh, that we're really looking forward to, of course, is our teen mission trip. That's going to be June the 20th through the 27th. And I hope that you'll be praying for our teenagers. We're going to team up with Good Shepherd Baptist Church. Uh, They've got some teenagers going as well. And uh, we're going to do a VBS there and just have a great time. And so you pray for our teenagers. And then there's some other events and there, this year, July 4th falls on a Wednesday, and one of the things I want to do is have a community um, a community uh, uh, thing where we just maybe have some games and uh, maybe get some bouncy houses again, have some hot dogs. I know it's on a Wednesday night, but I liked it. What I'd like to do is just make that an outreach night and uh, just try to uh, welcome the folks in and we'll get them out before uh, uh, it gets dark so they can go to their places of uh, where they never, wherever they want to go to do some fireworks and we may even let off some fireworks here. I'm not sure about that yet. And then on page number seven, uh, we have uh, our just our year in review. We had eight souls saved last year, uh, four joined by baptism and six individual members uh, uh, joined. We had 51 visitors last year and so we praise the Lord for that. Uh, the next page, page 8, is some goals and prayer requests, some things that uh, we'd like to see accomplished, and um, one of those type of things is uh, on outreach is I'd like to have a couple uh, a couple big days this year uh, where we go out and we just blitz the whole, uh, our community. Uh, and I don't want it just to be just a couple folks. I'd like for the whole church to get out and uh, share the gospel and also pass out tracts and uh, like I'm working on getting a packet together where it tells a little bit of information about our church. Uh, I'd like to get a CD with that and to have a sermon on there and also the plan of salvation. So we can pass those out uh, to those in the community and uh, do that a couple times a year. And um, this year we we'll want to increase our faith promise. And uh, we've been doing very well. And I praise the Lord for the size of the church we have. The Lord's really blessed us in the way of faith, uh, faith promise, and we want to continue to uh, um, use the Lord's um, ministry and faith promise there. Uh, also, one of the big things as far under finances, I'd like to get this parking lot paved this year. Uh, that's, I mean, I, I want that to be done this year. I want it to be done last year. This year it's going to get done. All right, so that's, uh, that's one of my big goals. I'm going to be pushing for it. You might hear me say it every service until it gets done. I want it done. Uh, I hope everybody can see that I want that done. And uh, so uh, we wouldn't have as many issues with uh, the ice and stuff like that. we throw a little bit of uh, salt down and, and take care of it. Uh, do, if you notice, we do got have the TVs up here, so we praise the Lord for that. That was one of the things that I had planned, but uh, Brother Adam stepped up and uh, got this organized where we can have our missionaries when they come in they can plug into this and uh, they can put their their uh, zip drive in plug into it and we can play the slides through the TVs everybody can see and hear it and uh, so we're thankful for that. Um, let's see just in the next few pages just tells about some of the uh, ministries that we have uh, one of the ministries that has been kind of a silent ministry that we've had but you'll notice um, we're, we're working on the safety and security, uh, safety and security of our church. We want, you might come to church and notice that the doors are locked. Uh, that's on purpose, and uh, we want to keep you safe. We have a camera at the front door, um, and Brother Adam and my wife both have access to that camera, um, and so if someone's at the door, they can see that, and so... Uh, We want to make your safety a priority and uh, our children's safety. And uh, so also with that, we have uh, men that are going to be just uh, uh, looking at getting trained uh, to be able to um, lower the risk of uh, entry of people that we don't want here. And uh, so uh, that's just for uh, your safety. Say, Pastor, do we really have to do that? Yeah, on this day we have to. Um, we, we, ha- I want to be careful uh, with um, God's people here, and so you uh, pray about that if that's something that interests you. What I'm wanting to do is get a uh, someone that actually trains other churches uh, to come in and just uh, uh, to teach that to all the men that are uh, wanting to do that. Uh, the fellowships are, again this year. Fifth Sundays will be having uh, Fifth Sundays we'll be having dinner on the ground. And no evening service, Um, an annual holiday dinner on November the 18th, and uh, just different things like that. Men's and women's ministry, I know I'm going through it pretty quick, but all the uh, supporting missionaries uh, that we support, they're listed on here. I believe I have all the correct names, addresses, phone numbers that I have access to, uh, so that's all been updated and then our mission budget, uh, our missions budget this coming year, uh, there's some things that I, I want to, I don't want to uh, avail or tell you everything yet, uh, but um, uh, wanting to increase our missions giving this year, and I'll get into that a little bit more next week in our business meeting. I want to also talk to the, uh, uh, to the deacons about that. Uh, also, for our 2018 budget, this is based on what we did uh, the last couple years, and with an increase of like electricity and things different, like, uh, such as that, things go up in inflation, and so uh, everything's based upon that. Uh, then just a, a few pages on why we give, what Faith Promise is, in case you don't know. Uh, then it has a Bible reading uh, plan and then you'll come to page number 37 and that starts our uh, directory and this has everybody that I know of It has their uh, addresses their phone numbers and email addresses Um, this year it's too late but if uh, uh, I can make changes from the pulpit and let you know Uh, but if you do if there is a change uh, if I spelled something wrong if I have the wrong phone number down I have been known to make a mistake or two. If you don't believe me, ask my wife. She can tell you all the times that I've made mistakes. Uh, but anyways, uh, if, if you notice something, just let me know. We'll try to get that fixed for next year, and uh, um, then we'll let everybody know. Um, if you'll notice on page 41, this is people that come to our church uh, that aren't uh, members yet, uh, but they, they've been coming and so you uh, uh, remember those folks in your prayers. This also, not, not only is it a, uh, a directory, but also it's for your prayers. Uh, you can go through this, this and say, you can go to the page 37 and start praying for Aaron Amos. So I don't ever, I don't get to see him. I don't, I don't know who he is. Uh, this is, that's brother Adam's brother and uh, he comes and sits in the sound booth and when, he, when he's able to come uh, but he lives a couple hours away and so he comes as much as uh, he can, he and his uh, mom and dad and so, but you can start praying for him and start praying, going through this and, and uh, use it as a, a prayer list and then it has uh, next uh, page 42 and 43 has our uh, birthdays and anniversaries and again I may have missed some uh, I think I've got everything down there, but uh, you uh, check it over, and um, as Miss Judith McGinnis would say, if you find this, uh, there are mistakes in there, okay, I want to see if you can find them, all right, and there's a prize for whoever finds them, all right, and uh, I, I put those in there deliberately. That's exactly what she would say, and so, uh, but anyways, I do appreciate you being here. I know that was really quick, but I wanted to uh, go over that. Um, tonight we're going to get into the message. Looking unto the hills. Looking unto the hills is what I've titled it. Again, Psalm one twenty one, verse one through three says, "I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made the heavens, the heaven and the earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber." Let's pray. Our heavenly Father, once again, thank you for this opportunity to be in your house. Lord, thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. Lord, I thank you for this good church and the folks that are here, Lord, how you've, how you've blessed us as we, uh, Lord, if I just had a chance to go over all the things that you've done last year, and just, uh, I know I did a Reader's Digest version, but Lord, you were so good to us last year, and we anticipate another great year. And Lord, we just look forward to how you're going to work in our midst, and we'll give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor comes from it, Lord. And Lord, I ask tonight, Lord, that you'd speak to our hearts and give us exactly what we need to hear, that we may serve you in a better way. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, we're to keep our eyes on the Lord. I know, I can promise you this, that 2018 is not going to be any different than any other year. In the fact that we're going to face trials, we're going to face troubles, we're going to face heartaches, we're going to face uh, devastation. We're going to face uh, family tragedies. We're going to face all kinds of things. You may hear the dreaded C word "cancer" may come into you to you or your family. Uh, maybe someone dies. And you know, we can be overcome by these things uh, that come in our life. Uh, many times I see Christians get discouraged uh, and depressed because of situations. that may not be our fault, but they just come. They come at different angles, but the fact of the matter is, is that God's still God. He doesn't change. No matter if our circumstances change, God's still God, and He doesn't change, and so we need to keep our eyes on Him, and that's the challenge for tonight. Let me ask you, have you ever felt like giving up, anybody? Sure you have. We all have felt like giving up from time to time, and I personally thought there's no need to go on. There's times in my life I thought that. And, and, but I can say this, even during those times, my help cometh from the Lord. It's the Lord that helps me get through those times, of those challenging days, those challenging weeks and months sometimes. It's God that helps me through it. And we've got to look unto the hills. Because I can tell you this, if you look to your friends, you look to your family, you look to me... And we're going to fail you. But God never fails us. There have been times in my life when I thought no one cares. And if they did, they couldn't help anyways. But then that precious promise comes to my mind there in Hebrews chapter number 13, verse 5. He says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man shall do with me or unto me in times of great distress and deepest sorrow, the Lord has always been there for me. I could probably stop and ask for testimonies of people. They could testify of the fact that God has always been there for them. I'm not saying that you didn't face a trial. I'm not saying that you didn't face a heartache. But I can say this, that through those heartaches, those trials, God has always been there. Now you might say, well, where was He when this happened? God was right there the whole time. God was right there. We must continue to keep our eyes on him. What get, what we, why we think that God's not there is because we're looking at the situation. We're looking at our surroundings. We're looking at the things that are getting involved in our lives. And we're thinking, God, where are you? But God's been there the whole time, walking through the midst of it with us. Aren't you glad that God never says, I don't have time for you? You know, he never says that I'm too busy. He, he's always there to lift me up when I've stumbled and fallen. You know, or when I've made complete shambles of my life. God's always been there. I can't brag on him enough saying that God has always been there. You see, is God always there for everyone? I can say this, if you're a child of God, God is there for you. He's with you. I'm not saying that he's going to let you uh, take all the problems and troubles away. But God's aware with you. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. Let me say, no one ever cared for you like Jesus either. No matter how good I am or how bad I am, he still loves me and cares for me. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 35, Who shall separate us From the love of Christ, shall tri- uh, tribulations or distress or persecutions or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, For the n- thy name's sake, we are killed all the day long, we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor debt, nor any other creature shall separate us. Be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. He's there. We just must look to Him. We must look to Him. He invites us there in Matthew chapter number 11 verse 28. He says, Come unto me, all ye that, are, uh, that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lonely in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls." For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. All we must do is look to Him. The Bible says in John chapter 3 verse 14, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so shall the Son of Man be lifted up. Now if you study this out, what it's referring to is the Old Testament uh, when the Israelites were snake-bitten. And what they had to do, uh, all they had to do was, in order to survive, to live, was to, uh, to, by faith, look to the brazen serpent, and they would live. You see, the healing was not in that brazen serpent. You want to know where the healing was? It was in God, but it was in our obedience to heeding to His command. You say, what are you trying to get to? This is what I'm trying to say. Folks, if we're going to be snake bitten, we're going to face trials, but if we'll look to Him, we can survive. We can survive. Church, it's going to take faith that He will get us through. Sometimes that's, you know, I I don't mean to belittle it, but that's all we have is our faith. And I want us to consider three thoughts tonight on looking to the hills. Number one, we must pray. We must pray to Him. Why? The Bible says in Psalm 79, 9, Help us, O God, of our salvation. He's our source of prayer. You're not praying to Buddha. You're not praying to uh, a priest. You're praying to the Lord Jesus you're praying to Him. The Bible says it's a, it's a prayer of sanctification. Uh, uh, in Psalm nine nine, it says, Help us, O God of, thy, uh, of our salvation, for the glory of Thy name, and deliver us and purge away our sins for Thy name's sake. Purge away our sins. That word purge in the Hebrew means to purify or pardon. God wants us to come beho- before Him in a holy manner. So what we need to do is when we come to the Lord, we need to say, God, forgive me of my sins. I am wicked. I have failed you. I have sinned against you. Now, that's not something that we want to hear today. We don't want to hear. We want to hear how good we are. But I'm here to tell you tonight, hey, there's nothing good about us outside of our salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ. We're all a bunch of sinners saved by grace. It's a prayer of sanctification and it's, that means take, take them away they, uh, that they may be seen no more. Pardon and forgive them for Christ's sake. See, I'm glad our Savior is the Lamb of God which take away the sins of the world. It isn't in, hey, can I tell you, the Muslims don't have it right. Buddha, it's, he's not right. You know, folks, all these false religions and these false teachings, there's only one way. And just in case you want to know, I saw an article today uh, about Oprah, Oprah Winfrey or whatever, however you say her name. But she's teaching this false doctrine that everybody is a God. And that uh, there's folks, you need, to, you need to be careful of what you watch on TV. This stuff that's trying to get into your minds and get into your hearts. Say, oh, Pastor, I know better than this. No, I'm telling you, do some research. That's not a political statement tonight. That's just saying, folks, you need to be aware of what you're putting in your eye gate and what you're listening to. You know, some of us think, oh, she's the greatest woman that's ever lived on this earth. She's wicked. And she's leading a lot of people astray. Folks, you need to get watch what you're doing. You need to watch your eyes. I'm telling you, we need to get our eyes off people and get our eyes back on the Lord. If we're ever going to get through, if we're ever going to find help, it's going to be because our eyes are on Him, not because our eyes are on me or on anybody else. We need to keep our eyes on Him. See, I'm glad our Savior is a Lamb of God, which take away the sins of the world. The Bible says, "...who His own sin, self bear our sins in His own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed." And even when we sin, we have this promise. The Bible says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Bible says, my little children, these things write I unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is a propitiation for our sins and not for our sins only, but for the sins of the whole world. See, we're all sinners, but thank God we have a forgiving God. A God that not only forgives our sin, but also chooses to remember them no more. I say that, remember them no more. God doesn't forget anything. He chooses not to bring them up again. He chooses not to uh, remember them anymore. The Bible says in Hebrews 10, 17, "...and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more." Even though God is forgiving and chooses not to remember our sins, we still have to deal with the guilt of our sins, what we've done. Jesus never attacked a sinner. He simply said, I forgive you. Meanwhile, he attacked the self-righteous with vengeance because he knew that until they realized their guilt, they, could, they couldn't be forgiven. See, true guilt is a valuable asset for living it helps us when we hurt others and uh, or betray our standards or our values god uses guilt to influence us to change our minds about what we're doing and lead us to repentance if we never felt guilt we would not follow rules or standards or obey the law or have good relationship with our loved ones the first part of the prayer this prayer for help is a prayer of pardon. A prayer of pardon of sins. I not you to notice the second part. It's a prayer of transportation. There in Psalm 79.9 it says, Help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of thy name, and deliver us. David said in Psalm 34.4, he said, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Folks, you know what? Your money can't get you... Your money can't get you out of the trouble. Your good works can't get you out of the trouble. Even your prayers can't get you out of the trouble. But I can tell you this, He can deliver us from the power of sin. He can deliver us from uh, its, its guilt and its stain on our lives. You know, the Bible says there in Psalm 34, it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. That word taste means to try Him, to perceive Him. We find ourselves in trouble, whether by our own doing or by someone else's, but we can rest in the Lord. We can keep our eyes on Him. If He chooses to take us out of the trial, we can praise Him. The fact of the matter is, is if He chooses to leave us in that trial, we can praise Him. I I love the story of the three Huber boys. I love that story. Why? Because... The Bible says there in Daniel three. It says, "If it be so, O, o God, whom we serve, is able to uh, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace. And if He will deliver us, uh, and if He will deliver us out of thine hand, O King. But if not, be it known unto thee, O King, that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden images which thou hast set up." You know, it's a prayer of transfer. Transportation, and then it's a prayer of preservation. Psalm seventy nine thirteen. it says, So we, thy people and, thy, and sheep of thy pasture, will give thanks to thee forever. We will show forth thy praise to all generations. What trials we face, whatever troubles we're in, whatever sin has overtaken us, we have the greatest help known. Some people look to self-help books. Can I tell you the greatest self-help book is right here? We have the Lord to help us. If we just keep our eyes, and that's what I wanna, I'm trying to drill into our minds tonight, is that we need to keep our eyes on Him. You say, Pastor, why do you keep saying that? Because this is what's going to happen. As soon as the trial comes, what we're going to do, we're going to be like Peter walking on the water. And as soon as the winds and the waves started becoming boisterous, what did he do? He stopped looking at the Savior and started looking around his surroundings. And he began to sink. And I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now, listen up. If we are not careful, what we're going to do is we're going to start looking at the things that are going on in our lives. And we're going to say, oh God, I can't do it. And the fact of the matter is you can't. You can't. You're going to sink. But if we keep our eyes on Him, we can tread water. We can't walk on water. We see we must pray to Him for help. A prayer of sanctification. It's a purging of sin. God, forgive me my sins. That's not for salvation. That's for fellowship. That's for God. I want to be in tune with You. I don't want my prayers to be hindered. Then it's a prayer of transportation, deliver me from these troubles. and God, if you don't deliver me, that's fine, but help me through them. Then it's a prayer of preservation, help me to serve and worship you in the future. But also, I want you to notice the purpose. In Psalm 79 it says, Oh, remember not against us former iniquities... Let thy tender mercy speedily prevent us, for we are brought very low. Help us, O God, of our salvation for the glory, for the glory of thy name, and deliver us and purge away our sins for thy name's sake. Even though God has promised to forgive us and not to remember our sins anymore, we sometimes have a hard time forgetting and forgiving those that have sinned against us. We need God's help. In that matter. God, I know what I've done. You know what hinders so many Christians today? Our past. Our past, we say, but you don't know what I've done, Pastor. I can't serve the Lord because you don't know what I've done. The fact of the matter is, folks, is that none of us are worthy. There's not one in here that's worthy, but because of his blood, because of we have been redeemed, because we have been saved. Listen, folks, we are we put on His righteousness. I'm righteous not because of my good works or what I've done. But I'm righteous. I'm made righteous because of what He's done, and that makes me worthy of serving Him because of what He's done. We need to forgive. We need His help because you know, I can tell you this. I know many Christians today that are discouraged. They say, hey, "I can't do this because of." This. Now, there are a couple offices that you cannot serve if you've been married before as men. And women, you can't serve as a pastor or a deacon. That's a requirement of the, the Word of God. But I can tell you this, you can still serve Him. You can still serve the Lord no matter what, if, what you've done in your life. Don't let the, the scars of your past, don't, let, don't keep opening those wounds. If God has forgiven you, then you forgive it. Move on, but also not only do we need to forgive ourselves, but we need to forgive others. Has anybody, everybody close your eyes just for a moment so no one else is looking around. Has anybody ever hurt you? Raise your hand. Anybody ever hurt you? I'm going to tell you something. About every person, you can open your eyes, about every person in this room has been hurt can I tell you we need to learn to forgive now that doesn't come easy it doesn't come easy we're going to need his help we're going to need his help I can't do it there's people that have hurt me that there's sometimes I just want to wring their neck and don't make me feel like I'm the only one But you know what with his help I can forgive him. I can forgive him and move on. Because let me tell you this bitterness is like a cancer eating away at you. It will just totally eat away at you until you you know what you have nothing left. And that bitterness doesn't help that person or hurt that person that hurts you. It only hurts you. So we need to learn to say, you know what, whether they've asked for forgiveness or not, you need to come to the point where, you're, Lord, I need your help. They've never asked for forgiveness, but I can't let it eat me up. I need, I need your help, Lord. See, the Bible says in 1 Peter 4, 8, And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. There's couples maybe in this room there may be times now past or or times to come you know what charity's going to have to cover a multitude of sin I can tell you this my wife is married to a sinner and there's got to be a multitude there's got to be a lot of love to cover up this multitude of sin and it's not just in my life There's got to be charity on my part to cover up the multitude of sin on her part, too. See, charity covers the multitude of sin. That word charity is love. John Wesley said this, He that loves another covers his faults, how many soever they be. He turns away his own eye from them and as far as it is possible, hides them from others. And he continually prays that all the sinner's iniquity may be forgiven and his sins covered. That's what love is. You know, the Bible commands us to have love one for another. How can we love one another when we can't pray for each other? Folks, I'm just saying we need a lot of help this year. As I examine my own heart, I said, Lord, I can't. I need your help. Because I love let's just face it, and I just want to tell you my heart tonight, there are some people who are just unlovable. Some people are just, it's, it's hard to love them. But we're still commanded to. Still told to love them. The reason we can't get past the offenses of one who has wronged us is that we don't love them as much as we profess we do. Why should we practice this forgiveness and forgetting, choosing not to remember him no more. For thy namesake, it says. For his namesake. When I think about this, I think about those that were there at the cross. And they were saying, crucify him. Those that were nailing him to the cross. You know, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's love. That's love. For thy namesake, but also for his glory. You know what? I've noticed this, that people that are the ones that are unlovable, it seems at times, are the ones that need the love the most. They need the love of Christ. They need people to share the love of Christ with them. Why? Because for His glory. For His glory. The word glory in the Hebrew means excellency. For His excellency. When we pray... Practice love and forgiveness to those that have hurt us. We show forth the glory of God, the purpose for His name's sake and for His glory. So we see the prayer, we see the purpose, but finally I want you to notice the prize. There in 1 Corinthians 9.24 says, Know ye not, they that run race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain, and every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things." Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we, you know, incorruptible. Folks, we do it for the prize. We need His help. We need His help to be victorious Christians in this lifetime. The Bible says in Hebrews 13, For He has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what men may, shall do unto me. Can I tell you, we have a promise The promise of His presence. That's the prize. The promise, folks, if we will look to Him, we have the promise of His presence that He would never leave us nor forsake us. He will never withdraw His presence from us. That's what it means. He'll never leave us. He has promised in His word, Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Folks, we have the promise of His presence. Hey, quit looking at the surroundings. Quit looking at everything that's going on in this world. Look to Him. Keep our eyes focused on Him. You don't have to be alone in your hurt. Comfort is yours. Joy is an option. And it's all been made possible by our Savior. He went without comfort so that we might have comfort. See, he willingly chose to isolate, be isolated so that we don't have to hurt alone in sorrow. Not only do we have the promise of his presence, but we have the promise of his power. Folks, I can tell you this. The Bible says, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what men shall do unto me. I can tell you this, we're going to need his power to get through. No, You put, the, you put the, the circumstance in the box. We're going to need His power. And I can tell you this, if we, we're looking at our own strength, we're looking at our own finances, we're looking at the church, we're looking at this, we're looking at that, we're not going to have the power. We need to look to Him. He's our source of power. What a blessing it is to know if God be for us, who can be against us? Every believer can boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what men shall do unto me. Folks, can you say that tonight? He's our help. If you're going to, hey, you're going and let me promise you something right now. Day 14, January 2017, 2018, sorry. You're going to have troubles this year. You're going to face some things this year that you wish you had not. But can I tell you this? No matter what you face, whatever comes down the line, God will help you through it if you keep your eyes on him. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. No matter what the future holds, he will see you through. Why should we ever worry or be afraid? The Lord is our helper. Let us look unto the hills which cometh our help. I think that verse is in there for me. Pastor Brown, don't look at what's going on in this world. Look to me. I feel like he's saying that directly to me. As we face the crisis of life, we can be confident the Lord will be there and will help us if we only look unto the hills which come with our help. His heads are bowed and eyes are closed. I want to challenge you this, this evening all around. I know this is more of a first Sunday of the year message, but maybe you need to come and commit to the Lord right now. Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look to you in every situation. You know, the thing, I want you to uh, just think about this. Daniel, The Bible says Daniel purposed in his heart. Now if you study that out, what that means is that he had already determined, long before the decision ever had to be made, he had already determined in his heart that he was not going to take of the king's meat or the portion of his table. He was not going to do it. Why? Because he purposed in his heart long before years ago he had already determined that he was going to do what God would have him to do. Maybe some of us need a purpose in our heart right now. Right now, this beginning of the year. Lord, no matter what comes my way, with your help, I'm going to look to you I'm going to look to you in everything. Is that your prayer? Would you raise your hand? Is that your prayer? I'm going to look to you. Yes, hands all across the room. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, I do thank you for your love, for your mercy and your grace. Lord, I thank you for the privilege we have to, uh, Lord, just to come before you and just to worship you and praise you. And Lord, I ask tonight, Lord, as hands across the room, they've purposed right now Lord, they've affirmed it in their heart that they're going to look to you. No matter what trial comes their way, they've already determined that they're going to look to you. They realize they can't get through it. Lord, I'm included in that. I can't get through it. I can't. But Lord, with your help, I can look to you and you can can give us strength and power and peace and comfort. Lord, thank you for what you're going to do. Speak to hearts as only you can. In Jesus' name. Amen. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Would you stand to your feet? Ms. Haley's going to begin playing softly. God spoke to your heart tonight. Would you come maybe affirm that in your heart? Put a stamp of it on there and say, Lord, I need your help. I know this year is going to be tough. There's going to be financial issues. There's going to be family distractions. There's going to be heartaches. There's going to be hurts. But God, I'm going to depend on you. I'm going to look to you. You know what that does? That eases the burden, the burden that you bear. Why? Because you don't have to. You don't have to worry about it. God says, "I have this. I only trust Him. I only look to Him." Thank you. you may be seated if we could have the men come forward we'll take up this evening's ties and offerings again appreciate you being here tonight let me give you a few announcements as they are coming this this way I do want to remind you that uh, next Sunday we'll be having a business meeting will in the evening services will be going over the uh, the year finances and then also the projected bu- uh, uh, budget for this coming year um, then also on January the 26th, will at five o'clock, the teens will be leaving the church here, uh, to go tubing. It's the teen tubing trip. And, uh, so we're going to have a good time and, uh, you pray for the teenagers and nobody gets hurt and just have a good time. All right. And I think that's all the announcements that I have this time. Brother Peyton, sir, would you please ask a blessing? Stand, we'll close in a word of prayer. Thank you again for being here. Uh, there's also, let me say, if you would like to have more than one copy of this, you're welcome to it. If you want to leave one in the, the vehicle or uh, leave one at the house and at the vehicle, in the vehicle, that's that's perfectly fine. If I need to make more, I have uh, more, I can make as many as we need. Uh, we've done it all in house this year. I do praise the Lord for. Uh, uh, people that are smart enough to do that. So, Brother Adam helped us out a lot with that. And so, uh, if you need, however many you need, there's some on the back table uh, in the uh, as you exit here uh, to the left. And then also there's some in the, uh, by the Welcome Center. So, uh, take as many as you need. And uh, let's all close in a word of prayer. Brother Travis, sir, would you please close this? Father, uh, it in the house. The Lord, as so we
1: came in tonight, uh, I was noticing our. Uh, brothers and sisters in Christ and how joyful they seem to be just to be able to be in your house. And we missed this morning. Lord, we thank you for a place that we can come. Thank you for the message that we heard tonight. Lord, I thank you for your word and precious scripture and how it speaks to us. And the thing that stuck in my mind tonight is that you never sleep or slumber. Lord, even in the wee hours of night when our hearts ache that we wake, we can call on you. Lord, we thank you for that great promise. Lord, as we leave here tonight, we pray for each and every person, those that uh, maybe aren't feeling well or have some things in their life. We pray that you comfort them tonight and help them to know that you're near. Lord, thank you for all that you do in our lives and all the good things that we have. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.